Hello and welcome to the Great Finders Netball Association podcast. Brooke Nindorf and Alex Stratford with you for round 14. And uh, Alex, have you dried off after a lock? Oh, yes. I silly made the silly mistake, brought all my stuff out to sit under the gazebo at lock and then um, thought, yes, yeah, I'm shining, it, it'll be dry. And next minute it started absolutely pissing down. <laughs> yep. Not even exaggerating. No, it was... Uh, yeah, it, it was it was quite crazy because it would be sunny and you think, oh, yep, I can make a bit of a run for it. After the B Reserves game, I went to go and get all the D-grade gear, which I'd left under the shade. And, um, yeah, just decided to start raining again and yep. got quite wet again. And, um, yeah, us in the D-grade standing there with our umbrella that um, was dripping on us. Um, <laughs> so we were quite wet, but it's all good. We love to see the rain. And I have got the tags drying for the D-grade, Alex. Perfect. I learnt that mistake last year. <laughs> after having a couple of weeks off and opened the bag and had some mouldy tags. So <laughs> that was quite gross. But they are washed and they're hanging up um, at the moment, Alex. So they'll be good to go for Saturday. Now, last week, the ladder has been shooketh. Sugar. It's been shaken up with some of these results. So we'll take a look at that in ladder watch very shortly. How's this, Alex? This game, Cougars versus United Ladder, 55 to 33. That's the exact same result as when they played last time. <laughs> when they – when uh, – I think it was Tanya Habner mentioned the score um, Saturday night and was at the lot club rooms. And she said 55-33. I said, no, no, that was when they played the first time because I remember mentioning it in the yeah. um, last week's podcast. She goes, no, no, that's today's. I'm like, that's amazing. So you don't see that too often. Um, no. The same goals scored. So Alicia said it's no secret that she hates having the two weeks off because before uh, the break they had their their best game of the season yeah. um, and then they had to have the two weeks off. So and she reckons that showed on Saturday um, but credit to Cougars, they were more intense and had the leads um, that uh, United Dana lacked. She said they had some good passages of play but just didn't have that four-quarter effort um, like they did against Ramblers. Um, BJ, Maroney and, and Jess um, Kelly did really well in, in Cougars' defence and she said um, Abby Cash stepped up and positioned well against them but it's just hard work to get it in there. Um, she said Jack was once again a big impact on that game but she came off with an injury so I'm not sure where um, or what she's done there. Um, but this is where United Dana sort of stepped up. Maya Glover went down with an injury as well for United Dana, so they had to shuffle the side again. Um, Alicia went back into defence um, and uh, with Jazz and then Sarah Guy and went into goals with Abby. So, um, and she's claiming they won the last quarter. So we'll give you that, Alicia. Yep, you we can have will. that one yep. for sure. So, um, and I didn't hear from Cougars, so they can't um, reta- uh, they can't <laughs> refute that. So um, you can definitely have that on. Um, then in this game here, Alex, Tumby Bay had their first defeat of the season, 33-28. to 28. Lock got the win. Like Lock said, it was an important game for them to win, come out strong. Um, Ellen uh, Reid wasn't there for this game. Um, she was off at a fun run, Alex, which um, oh. those two men should not be together. No. Um, but, yeah, big out for them in their midcourt, um, but they have got a pretty versatile team. They started strong and uh, kept them in front all game. Um, but, uh, I mean, Tumby did have some pretty key outs um, as well. Ilka Stone uh, was out uh, that morning and then Taryn Benke as well. So two of their tall timbers, um, which were big outs. But Sadie Curtis came in for another uh, quarter and Chelsea was another backup goalie. We'll touch on that shortly. But um, Tummy had some really great defensive pressure um, all over the court, Lisa said, but um, just were unable to, to get the turnovers to convert them into goals. Um, Jasmine and Whitney, um, a lot of pressure on those Tumby goalies and you know either having to pass the ball off or or miss the goal. So um, she said, you know, the weather not, you know, was hard to play in, but 
they had the lead, um, obviously, at the first break, 12 to 7. Um, they took that confidence into the second quarter where the, you know, the weather didn't really ease up there. Tumby made a few changes. Alexi went back into defence um, just to add a bit more height in there. And they brought Chelsea on into goals, which didn't add height into the goal mm-hmm. end. Yeah. <laughs> they were amazing in there. But um, they played quite well. I thought Chelsea came on and, and, um, and did quite well in there. So um, third quarter, Lot made a, um, just a quick change. Geordie went into wing defence and Chloe... Um, into centre. Tumby picked up their defensive pressure a bit in this quarter. Um, it was still seven goals at, at the um, at the last break. And then the final quarter, it was pretty much, I think it was, Tumby almost won this one, I think. Um, it was a, you know, back and forth sort of last quarter. Tumby got the ball, you know, able to score, bring the scoreline closer. I think it got within three or four um, in that last quarter. Although the, the scoreboard wasn't always accurate, Alex, because at the end of the game, it said three. Stacey thought it was eight that you'd lost by, and it was actually five. So um, I was messaging Ilka the update oh, today, and I told her that you'd only lost by three. But, yeah, so um, I guess five is, is pretty good. Tumby would be, you know, not happy that they've lost, but the fact that it was only by five, you know, kept that margin pretty close with, with quite a few out. Um, but, yeah, I think Locke just had the, the upper hand in most uh, most parts of the court, um, definitely through that centre court there, I think. There was a few times where Tumby just sort of stood still um, and were waiting for everyone else to sort of do the work, So, um, which they, they can't do um, these next few games. So, as I said, Locke played well. They played to the conditions better as well. So, you know, obviously they're, they're used to those, um, those courts and that, but they just, um, yeah, played to those conditions better and it'll be a good match-up next time they meet. So... It will be a final if they do. Yeah, definitely. It was a well-controlled game on Locke's behalf. We, like you say, Tumby lacked the fitness through that mid-court, just the drive to bring the ball down. So, yeah, it was difficult. We couldn't really have that conversions of the goals in the opportunities we had. But, yeah, what can you do with some out? It was big outs that we had as well. So, yeah, yeah. looking forward to meeting with them again. Definitely. And, I mean, Locke's just finding that form. Um, I mean, they've had it pretty much all season, um, and but they're just really getting that consistent form um, at the right end of the season. So they're definitely ones to look out for. Um, and then in the other game, Alex, A United 37 defeated Ellison District 17. So this actually surprised me, not so much the result that E United won, but that scoreline. So Absolutely. 20 yes. goals. Um, really took it home, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And, uh, you know, we talked about... Um, a low scoring game the other week against uh, when Ellison Districts played Tumby. But yeah, again, um, Cashy said a great team game on Saturday from uh, from the United girls. Um, goalies are really on point, and Nadia and Eden combined well in defence. And she said it just clicked finally. Um, she said the defensive pressure put on by um, the Saints um, caused a few issues for Ellison Districts through that, that centre court there. And um, Tammy Lasina was out by the looks of it, so Nadia went into to goal defence. Um, they stayed the same again for this game. All game, Ellison Districts had to uh, have a few changes. Kate said not an ideal game overall for them. They were up by one at the at the first break. Um, they only scored ten more goals for the rest of the game. So, um, so they threw a lot of silly passes around. Uh, it were very inaccurate in goals. Um, Rosie Ron was laid out Saturday morning unwell, but Tegan Hull um, started in goals. So you know both her, her and um, Emmy were, were pretty accurate in the first quarter and then they made a few changes. So she said the play was pretty even, um, but she just thought maybe the inaccuracy um, wore, wore them down a bit. So, but yeah, if you, you know, if you can get the turnovers, you can, but you've got to be able to score off them. So um, she said, A United's goal attack and goal defence were amazing. 
was it the Bull this year girls question mark and it was yes so yeah they are playing very well and it's just unfortunate that they haven't been able to play all season because I think they would have been a huge um asset and made a difference in some of those closer games that United have um, not been able to get over the line so and Kay also said she's not quite sure how they haven't been beating sides so um you know potentially we could see these last couple of weeks obviously they've got the bye this weekend but um you know they could uh, cause a few upsets that could change things on the ladder so um but you know Kate said not the day for them they'll bank it and move on um, she said Kelsey Hull um, and Lorena Hebman worked really hard all game and contributed with a few handy turnovers each quarter through that midcourt. Now, Alex, this week, as I mentioned, Ian Ida have got the bye. Uh, Tummy Bay are heading to Kaku for their games against United Joanna. It's the Gloria Challenger Cup. Alex, you want to explain what that is? So Gloria Challenger was a life member of both Tummy Bay Netball Club and Joanna. Um, so we find it out. The competitive games of the day, whatever club takes the most wins, takes the cup home. Yeah, so it's a very prestigious award um, that everyone um, has a real crack at winning. And, uh, yeah, we, we do miss Gloria out there in the uh, the scorer's box with yes. her lamingtons and her crow's rug. She would have been all fired up for the showdown this weekend, Gloria. Um, so, yeah, we'll be fighting for the Gloria Challenger Cup. Now, last time... United Joanna and Tummy Bay met. The first time was 53 to 31 and then 66 to 15. Um, so on Monday, Alicia sent me a message saying, I'm looking forward to having a full side this week against Tumby. Then she messaged me today and said, Jasmine Francis and Maya Glover are out with injuries. So <laughs> that's their defence end. Um, Tumby should have Ilka and Taryn back in. Was Taryn out there at training tonight? Taryn won't be back in this weekend, but Ilka trained very well, so she'll be Starting on Saturday. Okay, so Ilka's in, Taryn's not. So Tumby need to finish these minor round games by regrouping and, and finding the form again. And um, they had at the start of the season in preparation for the final series. Um, Stacey and Carly are getting a bit of itchy <laughs> feet on the sidelines, I think. Um, which, you know, if Stacey is, she's going to have to play on Saturday to, to qualify. <laughs> but uh, no, we won't see her out there, I wouldn't have thought. She but, only uh, dreams. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And Carly will be very, you know, pushing it to get there but yeah so if they can you know all the girls out there being playing some good netball in patches they just need to all do it all at the same time yeah absolutely work together as a team and we seem to get the ball flowing down a lot better at training tonight so looking forward to working together again on Saturday definitely and um Alicia you know back into defense maybe um for this weekend uh, Sarah Dyer might stay in goals with uh, with Abby. Elsie Madden up against Therese Laurie or maybe Ashley through the centre there for uh, for Tumby. And um, Taylor Milligan um, couldn't quite get through the game on Saturday um, with her knee injury, but um, hopefully she pulls up all right and can uh, get through the game on Saturday. And then Marty um, on the wing, who's been having a, a great season out there in wing defence, potentially on um, Hallie uh, Paul or, uh, or Holly Fegert. Then heading to Minipa. Ooh. Alex, uh, Ellison Districts are hosting Lock. First time they met, 66 to 53 and then 46 to 44. So a close one, that last one. Yeah, like Lisa said, this week up against Ellison Districts, another important game for them. They'll know they'll come out strong. So they just, you know, Lock have to get that strong start again, which they have been doing. Ellen Reeves back in, um, but Jazz Pierce is out. Ellison Districts should have their full side. So um, last time these two teams met... Emma Willis played as well, the big tall goalie. So will she be there this week, Alex? I'm not sure if that counts as their full side when uh, Kate said that. It'll be interesting to see. But um, 
that could be the difference there. Locke's been playing some very good netball, though, as I said, and only two goals in it last time. And, you know, look at the scoring of, of Locke the last few weeks. Um, not such a huge score last week, um, but, it, you know, it, Lisa still shot, I think, 70%. You know, the week before, they'd shot 72 goals or something like that. Um, and then Ellison Districts only had the 17 last week. So they're going to have to shoot a lot more goals to uh, to make sure that they um, they beat Locke. I think it's going to be really close, though. Um, even if it's a low-scoring game, it will be close. And whoever makes the most of their turnovers in that goal ring. So I think it'll be under five goals. Yep. Um, Very close game. one, I reckon. Yeah, it should be a close one. And they're both fighting it out for that second chance as well on the ladder. And then Rambers versus Cougars at Cummins. 57 to 41, and the first time they played, and then 44 to 30. Not sure on either side who's in, who's out, and who's playing. Not sure on Jack's injury and how bad that was. Hopefully, it's not too bad for her. Um, but if she's out, this is where you know Billy Thompson and Bree Shepard need to step up again, and which they have been doing. I'm pretty sure Beach is in Darwin this weekend. Um, she she said she was hoping the showdown was being played in Darwin, so I'm assuming that's because she's going to be there. Um, <laughs> not just for, you know, hoping for the locals of Darwin that they'll be playing. Um, so she'll be out of that defence end that she's been in the last couple of weeks, but Holly can obviously go back in there um, with Jess. The Rambers goalie's been playing really well as well. And when one isn't playing well, they've got the other backups, you know, the three of them, Michaela, Kate and Lacey, who've all been playing really well. So I think this will just come down to who can get that, uh, that better start, I reckon, Alex. All right, shout-outs. Got any shout-outs this week, Alex? Anyone come to you with shouts? I did have a couple that I'd missed because I didn't have Facebook. Oh, of course. So. Oh, I did have one. Uh, my only shout out was a big congratulations to Melinda and Nadia Bordesira for E United, who finally got to play their first game together. And in their second one together, they got that win. So that's very good. Congratulations. Yep. Well done to, uh, to those two girls. And it's been uh, a little while coming, but um, fantastic to see. And also one that I missed when uh, I didn't have my Facebook was Shaz Letton, 200 games against <gasps> Ungar wow. a couple of weekends ago. So what on um, Shaz on that one, um, a, a great uh, club person out there for the Cougars. So what on on that one. And uh, Sally Cabot got her C badge for umpiring last weekend, Alex. And on that, if you've got your C badge or your B badge, maybe go and check your badge's accreditation and if it's run out or not because... I think a few people have been tricked recently where they've actually gone to check that they've got it still and they haven't. So there's a few people who have had to go for it again. Oh, bugger. I know Ilka checked hers the other day and it was uh, four days, four oh, days out. She's got to go for it again to, to have that done again. So you can do that on the NetWorksA Learning page. So you just go to NetWorksA Learning, log in um, with your name, check what your accreditation is, and then I'm not sure what you have to do to keep it up, but there's something you've got to pay your umpire's fee or... I don't know, something like that. Check not with, sure we're not unbiased. <laughs> check with Beck Abner or Tracy Darlitz or someone like that. They'll, uh, they'll know all the details. Um, but word on to Sally on uh, receiving her C badge. Now, this shout-out, a bit of a random one, but Alex, did you see the little girl playing with gumboots on Saturday? Yes, I did. <laughs> that was very cute. So I'm not sure it's because she forgot her sneakers or it's just because it was It so was wet. wet. <laughs> but uh, went on to her. It was uh, a great idea. And then I thought I'd mention as well, we've got the Great Fenders Network Association Senior Count being hosted by E United this year. 
a brunch and bubbles uh alex so 10 for a 10 30 start it must have been popular last year yeah. that uh, that brunch start out at the ungara complex um for more details just get in touch with uh with ian Island on that one or your club um if you're keen to get along uh, lots of uh, options for food and drinks available on the day and there's also the junior count as well coming up i think it's on the third of september I didn't actually mention what date the senior count was, August 27th, Alex. Um, but the junior count is September 3rd, I'm pretty sure, um, on the Sunday. So that'll be online like it has been the last couple of years. We'll have more details coming up on the Facebook page and things like that. Um, another shout out as well, the Diamonds play tomorrow night, Friday night, Alex. The World Cup starts. They play Zimbabwe first up at 6.30. And you can watch it on KO or Fox. Saturday they play Tonga at mm. 6.30. This is good timing, actually. It's not like 4 a.m. in the morning. Perfect. And then on the 30th on Sunday they play Fiji um, on Sunday night as well. So good luck to the Diamonds. It's going to be a very tough World Cup, I reckon, Alex. Mm, so, yes. Um, now, Alex, showdown. <laughs> <laughs> you are an unfortunate Port supporter. I am an unfortunate Crow <laughs> supporter. Um, do you want to bet? What, what, yeah, how what much? are we? What are we thinking? I don't know whether if like next week on the podcast, whoever loses has to wear that. They have to have a photo wearing the opposition colours <gasps> on the Great Flinders Facebook page. All right, good one. Yeah, with a smile, <laughs> like thumbs up. You barrack for that team for twenty four hours. <laughs> no, okay, twenty four <laughs> about twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. All right, but you got to have your photo with the port gear. If no. You have your photo with the port gear. I'll have my photo with the port gear if port win. If Corys win, you'll have your photo with Corys gear. All right. Okay. Deal. Deal. Shaking on this. Can't see it, but we are shaking. Okay. That'll be an interesting one on Saturday night. Go Corys. Can't the pair. <laughs> oh, pair. That's so bogan. The pair. I will my... say your words properly. Power. I will my Port Adelaide socks to work today. Oh. Quite surprised you didn't get the sack. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Ladder watch, Alex. It's pouring with rain outside. Anyway, ladder watch, Alex. A grade. Tumby Bay, 20. Lock, 16. Ellison Districts, 14. Ramblers, 10. Cummins Capini on 8. E United, 6. And United Jana on 0. So those results from last weekend, as we said, have changed things up. Tumby still on top with the one loss now. Lock a game ahead of Ellison Districts on 14. Rambles on 10. Cougars very close on 8 and E9 of 6. E9 obviously can't move because of the bye this weekend. But this weekend's games could change things up. Lock and Ellison Districts. If Ellison Districts win, they'll be even. But Ellison Districts has the better percentage, so could go back to second. If Lock win, they're two games clear. Cougars and Ramblers. If Cougars win, they go to 10 and have better percentage. So they could knock Ramblers out of fourth spot. Um, so two really important games there in the A grade. Um, in the A reserves, Ellison Districts on top on 18, Lock on 16, United Jelana 14, Tumby 12, United 6, same as Cougars on 6 and Rambers on 2. So this ladder had a few upsets as well last weekend. So Tumby beating Lock has made it um, a little bit easier for Tumby to stay in that top four. I don't think they'd have to have some things go pretty wrong, but I don't think that they can lose that um, fourth spot now. E United would have to win all their last games and they'd come in and have to lose all of theirs as well. Could happen, but, um, yeah. But, yeah, Tumby, you know, getting that win over lock, um, they did play well on uh, Saturday um, to keep themselves in the mix. 
Locke and Ellison districts, again, a big game. If Locke wins, they can be equal. If Tumby beats United Jelana, they will also be equal. So, yeah, Ellis districts and Locke play each other. One and two and three and four play each other. So interesting games in the A reserves as well. B grade Alex, Locke on 20, Tumby on 18, Ellison districts 12, United Jelana and Eno both on 10, Cougars on four, Rambers on zero. Locke won the top of the table clash last weekend and they look to take on each other in the first final. I don't think anything can change too much there. If Ellison Districts lose and United Jelana win, they'll be even on three and four. Um, Steele and United can't move, obviously, with the bye. In the B reserves, Locke 21, way ahead there. Cougars 13, United 12, Ellison Districts 10 and Tumby on 10 as well and Rambers United Jelana on four. So Tumby lost on the weekend, Ellison District won, so that knocked us out of four. Only just um, though, so this weekend, if Ellison Districts lose and Tumby win, they'll swap again. If Ellison Districts win and Tumby win, they could knock United from third to fifth. So um, this is going to be one to watch the next few weeks uh, with changing of the thir- second, third, fourth and fifth positions. Alex, everyone will be wanting those wins for sure. Um, in the D grade, Tumby on 20, Ellison Districts 18, Locke 13, Rambers 11, Yelena and Cougars on 6, and E United on 0. Top two can't change just yet. However, if Locke goes down to Ellison Districts and Rambers beat Cougars, Rambers have got the better percentage, so could go to third, um, but that won't change too much. That top four looks pretty set now. Um, it will just be the order of what one and two and three and four are when it comes down to it it won't change who is playing who in that uh, first couple of finals and in the e grade tumby bay 22 lock e united united jelana all on 12 and all with pretty close percentage lock and e united have got the same percentage at 0.2 of a difference and united jelana as i mentioned there on 12 as well not far behind um ellison districts on four and cougars on two so tumby way out in front the next few weeks is going to be who is playing them in that first final. So you would think Locke could win this weekend, um, just going on previous results. And United and United Jana will probably stay on 12. So Rambers could also go to 12 if they get the win over Cougars and they've got slightly better percentage than Yelena. So this is another one, like the B reserves, it could change. Obviously nothing's going to change at the top, but it's going to be who is playing um, those finals in that second, third and fourth positions. So that's that a watch. Alex, anything you want to go in there? What's no. Be the game of the week? You picked oh, it the other week? I don't think you should pick it twice, but I'm really excited to hear the result of um, Locke and Ellison in A-grade, actually, just to see how those two match up. I think they've got good matchups all the way up and down the court. So, yeah, it would be a good game to watch in Minipur. Yeah, definitely. Um, Kelsey and Lisa, I think, will be a good uh, good matchup there for sure. So, um, now, Alex, ask us anything. Don't forget to send those questions through. I've had a few people message me and say, I can't think of any questions. I want to give a question, but I can't <laughs> think of any. So um, if you've got, yeah, give me anything, really. Yeah. Um, so send them through. We have had one come through, Alex. How many grand finals have you won? Ooh. Four. Four. <laughs> That's a juniors through to seniors? Yes, yep. So one in E grade, two in my D grade, and one in seniors. Good job. Well, other sports, if you won other grand finals, you would have had tennis, tennis yep. basketball. Are you basketball? Yeah, I actually played my first season of basketball, won a premiership, now I'm retiring. <laughs> Going out and high? <laughs> yep. 
Um, and tennis, a couple of tennis. Too many to count, I reckon. Yeah. Swamp Donkeys, Ungara, we're too good. What about you, Brooke? Well, I guess, well, yeah, if we're counting all sports, then a few softball ones. Yeah, too many to count, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> a few softball ones uh, with um, strikers back in the day. Yeah. The old strikers softball club. Um, I actually didn't play in a winning one for strikers because I coached a couple and then the last year that strikers were in... I went away to uni and then they won the premiership. Oh, that's always the way I didn't come back for it. Um, but Roadrunners have won a few. Purple Helmets have won a few. Football won some with Boston, so which has been fun. Um, won a couple of basketball ones out here at Tumby yep. and in Lincoln. Um, netball, I have technically won one as a player. It does still count when you don't take the court. Yeah, yeah. It still counts, but I would love to win one standing on the court. Yeah. When the whistle goes. Yep. So, and then I've coached a E-grade winning team. Yep. Um, Plenty of years left in your career. Yeah, definitely. Plenty more years in the, uh, the B-res to come, <laughs> Alex. But no, it's, uh, yeah, so a few, few medals there, but yep. it's always good fun and you don't, I mean, obviously play to win, but it's good fun to celebrate with your uh, with your mates, whatever sport you're playing. So, yeah, all right, that's Ask Us Anything. Bad netball puns. <laughs> Here we go. We've only got two left, Alex, and then we've got a new segment next week, which has come Ooh. from our favourite listener, Kylie Shepherd. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you about, more about that in a minute. Okay, shooters are the greediest netball players. They're always trying to make the rest of the players feed them. <laughs> it's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> And the last one, Cinderella was very sad that she had to give up her netball career. It wasn't ever going to work, though. Her coach was a pumpkin and she couldn't stop running away from the ball. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. And a good one. Um, so that's bad netball puns. If anyone's got any more to send through, send them through. But next week, Alex, Kylie has sent us some stuff, some good stuff. I'm not going to give too much away, but make sure you tune in next week for uh, for what Smithy has sent us through because um, – yeah, it's, uh, I think we might get a few comments from this one. I think that's everything, Alex. Anything else you want to add today? No, nah, that's all. Hopefully it doesn't rain too much on Saturday. Fingers crossed. I'm Brooke Nindorf. She's Alex Stratford, and we are here if you need.